friends, and welcome back to another episode. Welcome. If you're new here, it's so nice to meet you. I'm Melina, host of the Life's an Adventure podcast. I publish college and lifestyle episodes every other Saturday now, bi-weekly, so I hope you stick around for future episodes. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow the podcast on both Instagram and TikTok at lifesanadventure.pod so you can stay up to date with the podcast. With all of that being said, let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello everyone. What is up? I hope you're all having an amazing day as always when you're listening to my episodes. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so happy to have you guys back. If you're a returning listener, if you're a new listener, welcome to Life's an Adventure. I hope you stick around for future episodes. But other than that, I want to get straight into this episode just because I don't plan on this being very long. If you guys can already tell by the title of this episode, this is episode 66 of the podcast, and I'm doing another bonus episode. Since I have changed my schedule, posting on the podcast to bi-weekly now every other Saturday, I still want to be able to post whenever I want to. So even though I did make that schedule change, I did explain it in my Instagram post a little bit, but I don't want to like strictly only post every other Saturday if I come up with any ideas, if I find some time in my schedule, or maybe there's a week that's not as busy as other weeks, and I want to sit down and record a small episode like this, a bonus one, or like something like shorter, more concise, then I will do so, and I will upload it maybe during the week or whenever I have time. So this is the case for this episode right here. So I hope this works out for you guys. I hope you guys like this um, new little schedule or routine that I'm going into right now. At least for the time being, that's a, this is how it's going to be as I am still in the semester we're just overcoming midterms right now and as we head into november we're going to head towards finals so the semester is only going to get busier from here and i don't want to just neglect the podcast altogether and not post it all or take a break again like i did last semester so the just for this episode here if you guys can already tell by the title i am talking about my letter to softball so To give you guys some context, a little bit of background on what this letter to softball is, if you guys don't know, I did play softball all throughout high school and even before high school. I started when I was about 10 years old, I believe, and I played for around eight years. So during that period of time of my life, softball was a very, very big part of my life. It's what consumed pretty much all of my life, pretty like much outside of school, if you will. It became the sport that I loved. I fell in love with it. I didn't grow up very much playing a lot of sports. I did like dabble in like t-ball. I played soccer for a season. I did all types of dance when I was younger, but I really didn't get into playing sports until a lot older. And it was just an interesting experience within itself, starting a sport at an older age and learning all about the sport too, because it, I don't know, I feel like, Correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like it's harder to learn a sport if you like don't know anything about the sport, if you never played um, any sports at all. It's so much harder to pick up a lot of the things and a lot of the skills as you get older than when you're like a young kid starting out. So it was a big adjustment and it has definitely shaped me into the person that I am today. If you guys are interested in hearing more about my softball journey, I did dedicate an entire episode to my experience in softball, like how I started, how I fell in love with the sport, 
all through my experience playing, what is it called? Playing rec ball. I'm sorry. Um, and going into transitioning in high school, playing high school softball, travel ball for a season, and why I decided to stop playing. So if you guys are interested in hearing more about my journey, more in like an in-depth conversation and more in a concise way that will make sense to you guys, definitely go check out that episode. If you guys just scroll down a little bit on my episodes, But for this episode here, to give you guys some context, last semester I was in a writing class, GES 102, no, GEW 101, sorry. GES 102 is my science class right now. So GEW 101 was my writing class that I took last semester. It was my first writing class in college as well as like just ever since high school, ever since we got sent home, I really didn't do a lot of writing essays during my senior year of high school, so I felt really, really, really out of touch, excuse me, with my writing and with writing papers. So I really enjoyed being in that class. It was definitely a challenge that I talked about during that semester throughout all of those episodes during the spring, if you guys want to go back and listen to any of those episodes where I talk about my experience in all of those classes, including that one. And in that particular class, we were assigned a paper and it was called a health memoir. So I really enjoyed this paper that we wrote in this class. It was one of my favorite papers that I've ever written actually. And it was because we had the freedom to write whatever we wanted to. The paper was surrounded by the topic health memoir just because we had to cover a topic within the health category. So anything that ranges with the topics of mental health, physical health, emotional health, familial health, financial health, anything amongst that term and around that topic, we could talk about anything as long as it covers or touches one of those categories. So I decided after like all like this debate and brainstorm of different topics to talk about because that had to be something about you personally, about your life, about something that you felt comfortable talking about. And only the professor was gonna read this, nobody else was gonna read read your paper. So you had that kind of like comfortability aspect that only like it was going to be for your and your and your professor's eyes only. So I decided to talk about the sport that I love most, the sport that consumed most of my life. And I decided to finally sit down and dedicate a letter to softball. When I decided to stop playing, it was the end of my junior year of high school. I finished off that season of softball for high school and I made the hard decision to not continue in the fall with being on the high school team for my senior year of high school as well as just like playing the sport altogether. So that was a hard decision to come by. It was not an easy one. And overall, like looking back on it now, I'm very glad that I made the decision that I did. But I have like seen just from other like college players that I look up to and because like we watch a lot of college softball as well so like as much as I love playing the sport I love watching the sport also and I had heard that a lot of the college players after they graduated were writing these letters to softball and like kind of like thanking the sport dedicating this letter to the sport that they love most that they spent their whole life working towards and that they were able to play in college and like get the education that they wanted and all of this stuff so it had inspired me to um, write my own letter 
However, it took me so long to finally sit down and write it just because, I don't know, like maybe it's just because I didn't want to come to terms with the fact that like, I don't know when I'm going to play the sport again. I don't know when I'm going to come back to softball. And it took me about like, what, a year and a half or so ever since I've stopped playing, ever since I've picked up a glove or a bat to finally sit down. And so I thought I, you know, would kill two birds with one stone, if you've heard the phrase, and write this letter to softball as closure for myself as well as doing it for this paper. So I sat down, I wrote this paper. I was very proud of the way this paper turned out and my professor actually really liked it also. If I don't toot my own horn, but she says when I talked to her about it and was in the Zoom meeting and I was going over topics because I wasn't sure of what I wanted to talk about because even though like I love this paper so much and I love the fact that we had the freedom, I didn't like the freedom freedom at the same time just because it's like I don't like talking about myself or it's like I don't like sharing a lot of personal things about myself I'm not like outright like a really open book if you will it comes with time it comes with patience and having to sit down and like write out my thoughts and feelings about this and about this period of time in my life was both a rewarding experience but also very hard during the process so when I had told her that I had thought about writing a letter to softball, she had said that in all her years of teaching and all her years of like assigning this paper, every single year, she has never read a paper or has never like seen a paper of a student dedicating a letter to the sport, like writing like a love letter, if you will, to the sport that they love, to the sport that they played. So she said that it was like really refreshing and she really loved reading my paper and I was really proud of this paper. I think I got 100% on it also, but I decided after like a couple of months after writing that paper, getting that paper back, graded. I haven't really read it in a while and I want to share it with you guys now. I debated whether or not I should read it to you guys here on the podcast just because it's like I am very like particular about sharing my writing. I don't think I'm a bad writer by any means, but I don't know, just something about sharing your writing is like another aspect of like vulnerability, if you will, just because it's like your own thoughts put on paper you know it's a different type of vulnerability than like what I've done on the podcast and like what I've talked about different topics I've talked about different things I've shared about my personal life here over the year and a half that I've had this podcast so I thought I would share this paper with you right now share this letter to softball and I'm going to read it to you I pulled it up here on my google drive and I think I'm just going to start reading it because I have nothing else to say and I don't want to keep procrastinating and stalling, so I'm just going to read it to you here. So this is the paper that I wrote, the health memoir, for my GEW writing class. So this is my letter to softball. Dear softball, this letter has been a long time coming. I'm sorry I waited so long to write this. You have had such a big impact on my life, so I wanted to express my love and gratitude. Looking back on the eight years I played, my emotional, relational, and mental health has drastically changed. I'm a completely different person than I was back in 2012. Currently, it's been about a year and a half since I decided to stop paying competitively, and about a year since I picked up a glove or a bat. I think now is the best time to finally pay tribute to you and the significance you've had on my life. Let's start at the beginning of our journey. As a child, I wasn't born an athlete. 
Growing up, I didn't play very many sports at all. What I do remember is playing t-ball for a brief period of time. We're just going to forget that one season I played soccer. I didn't continue playing sports after t-ball, not until the fourth grade. I wasn't doing much outside of school, so my parents decided to put me in a sport. I think it was my dad's idea for me to play softball. Keep in mind that I had no prior experience or training beforehand. I faintly remember the day I went to go try out. My dad took me to the park where this rec ball league was having tryouts. I had no equipment and I had no idea what to expect. What I do remember was looking for a glove to use because I was left-handed and there were not many other girls who were left-handed. To my surprise, I did end up on a team. From there, our journey began. The first couple of years were challenging for me. Adjusting to this different competitive environment while learning how to play and trying to make friends was difficult at first. Overall, I was just trying to find my ground in the world of softball. In the beginning, I was a very shy and quiet player. I was in my shell for the longest time. Since I didn't have much experience, I played mostly outfield during games. With hitting, I would just stand there in the batter's box and not swing. To be honest, I was scared of the ball for the first couple of seasons. It took me a long time to get rid of that fear. With help from my hitting coach, I gained more confidence in hitting. Over time with practice, first base became my position. I had a solid foundation to con continue developing as a player. Playing year-round, I encountered a lot of different girls slash players. With being on multiple teams, I experienced different coaching styles as well. I had some really good coaches and some not-so-good coaches, but each coach I've had has played a role in helping me discover myself as a player. Overall, I believe each coach helped me break out of my shell and develop into the player I am today. When I was younger, I struggled making friends in school. Around the time I started playing, it was my first year at a new school. You gave me the opportunity to build relationships and make friends outside of school. Being in a competitive environment, I interacted with a lot of girls who had different personalities, which I think was important to have experience at a young age. The energy during games when everyone is up against the fence screaming and cheering for each other is indescribable. All of my teammates and I came together because of you. You were the common interest that allowed us to create this bond. Through all of the teammates I've had, I've also made friends along the way. You brought me one of my best friends, Jazz. We are still best friends to this day. It's funny because we wonder sometimes how we met and how we became such close friends. A little while ago, we figured out that we met in All-Stars. The 12U All-Star Silver team was our first team together. Jazz and I have been close ever since. As we grew older, we realized how similar we were. We have similar values and personalities. We really balance each other out. We were so similar that sometimes we would get mistaken as sisters. If I had never joined Downy Ponytail, Jazz and I would have never met. I don't think she knows how much she has impacted my life. It might sound dramatic, but it's true. I am grateful to have met her and that we are still best friends to this day. High school was an interesting experience for me. Very similar to when I started playing, I had no idea what to expect coming into high school. From kindergarten to eighth grade, I attended private school. That was the only environment I was familiar with. I didn't know what public school was like. The transition from eighth grade to high school was difficult for me. I was very nervous and intimidated. To make things better, I didn't know anybody from my old school. Starting this next chapter of my life, high school was going to be a challenge for me. When I look back on it now, Jazz was one of the few people who made my transition to high school a whole lot better. A whole lot easier, excuse me. 
Before high school, we only hung out through softball because we didn't go to the same school. When I found out she was coming to Downey, I was so happy to know that I had at least one person. I felt a little bit less lonely. I was excited because we were going to be in the same school together. I felt like that strengthened our friendship even more outside of softball. Another thing that helped me make my transition easier was the softball program. Going into high school, I knew I wanted to continue playing. I liked the fact that the program at Downey was very competitive as well. Being a part of the program for three years allowed me to continue practicing and improving, but also helped me branch out and make friends. You made high school a lot less scary and intimidating for me. You helped me find some ground in a school of over 4,000 students. Summer of 2018 was my first and only season playing travel ball. As much as I loved all of the teams I've been on, this was a not-so-good experience. At this point, I had a couple of years' experience under my belt. I had only heard of girls going to play travel ball, but had never been on a team myself. Jazz was on a travel ball team at the time. I had asked her about it once, wanting to know more. Her coach was actually an old coach of mine back when I started. She talked to her coach, asking if he was needing new players, and told him I was interested. That coach invited me to one of his Saturday practices to meet the girls and practice with them. After practice, the coach talked to me and my dad. He saw potential in me and invited me to join the team if I was still interested. After talking with my parents and considering all factors, we all agreed that I should try it out. It was summer. I wasn't doing anything. It should be fun, and this can only benefit me as a player, right? Travel ball took some serious dedication and commitment. The season went from the summer throughout the fall. Every Thursday, we had conditioning for an hour. Then on Saturday mornings, we had a four-hour practice from 8 to 12. When it came time to play scrimmages and tournaments, we would play three to four games every Sunday. The game was much faster in travel ball. I tried keeping up with other girls. These were girls who had been playing travel ball for longer than I have. Looking back on that season, it definitely tested me in more ways than I could have imagined. I tested my patience, motivation, commitment, and so much more. But I didn't let that stop me. I continued working hard in practices, trying to improve and earn a spot. As a player, your goal is to earn a spot in the starting lineup, especially when there are a lot of girls on the team. However, my coach didn't notice all of my hard work and commitment. Over time, I realized I wasn't playing as much as my other teammates. At first, I didn't see much of it. I didn't start many games. I didn't get to play first base a lot. What my coach did was bring me in to pinch hit in certain situations. Majority of the time I went to bat, I hit the ball and brought the runners in. I was doing my job as a pinch hitter every time I'd go, to, I'd go up to bat. I loved feeling the adrenaline and pressure in the batter's box, knowing that I needed to hit and come through for my team. I was hitting, bringing runners in, and contributing to winning games. I was constantly proving to my coach that I should have a spot in the lineup. Even then, he still didn't put me in. To be honest, I was sitting on the bench most of the time. My coach only brought me in when he needed me to hit, and I did every time. At first, I thought I was just being selfish about not playing, but then my parents started noticing it. Then my teammates' parents started noticing it also. People started noticing that the coach always played the same nine girls. I was not being recognized for hitting and producing runs for the team whenever I came up to bat. I don't know how to explain what it felt like during that season. I felt frustrated. Frustrated with the fact that my coach didn't see the potential in me like I thought he did. I thought I wasn't good enough. I felt as if I had no control of the situation. 
Even after constantly proving to him what I can do, he didn't recognize it. I really struggled mentally during this season, but I didn't show it. I always had a smile on my face, cheering all of my teammates on in the dugout. After constantly putting in the effort in both practices and games and showing my commitment to this team, I realized there was nothing else I can do. As much as my first travel ball experience wasn't what I was expecting, I learned so much from it. I proved to myself the commitment I had to softball. In the fall, I managed to balance school with practices and games almost every weekend, which I didn't think I was capable of. I proved to myself that I'm a lot stronger than I think. Having a coach who didn't see the potential in me made me realize to what extent I should prove myself. All of the hard work I put into this season proved what kind of player I am and what I'm capable of. I don't need to prove that to anyone else. Overall, this season really changed my attitude towards softball and made me realize the type of role I wanted it to play in my life going forward. As I was getting older, I never really contemplated the idea of playing in college. Honestly, that is not the reason why I started playing in the first place. I played because it was fun and it was a big hobby of mine for the longest time, but I don't think I ever envisioned myself playing at the college level. Of course, there were times that the thought crossed my mind or my parents mentioned it, but it wasn't until my junior year of high school that I really had to make a decision. It was a confusing time for me, but it was time to seriously think of what I wanted to do, how I wanted to go about things, or even the possibility of starting the recruitment process to play in college. There were so many things to take into consideration. This really made me sit down and honestly reflect about what was next. There were questions I asked myself. Is it realistic for me to believe that I can get recruited? Is it, is it an achievable goal? Do I have what it takes? Do I want to play in college? Am I at that level? Am I really 100% passionate and committed to this? Do I really love softball like I say I do? I finally came to the realization that I didn't have enough love and commitment to go through with the recruitment process. I had to be honest and realistic with myself. As much as I love it, I didn't want it to be my whole life. I finally had to admit that to myself, but it was the truth. It took me to finally sit down and reflect to come to the realization. The college application process was very important to me. I knew I wanted to be completely focused and prioritized on school. I had to decide whether I wanted to continue playing softball and what was going to be the best for me. This was not an easy decision to make. After seeing where my mind was at and what my priorities were, I decided not to continue playing senior year. There were other priorities I wanted to focus on. I thought this was the best decision for me. But it was a hard decision to make. Knowing that after eight years I wasn't going to be playing anymore, that you were no longer going to be a part of my life. It was going to come to a time sooner or later that I had to close out this chapter. To this day, I still miss it and still love it, but I don't regret the decision I made. It's been almost two years since I stopped playing competitively. While I've had some time to reflect, there are not enough words to fully express my gratitude. I am grateful for my parents who put me in softball. Their continuous love and support over the years gave me the motivation to continue working hard and not give up. I am grateful for all of the coaches who saw the potential in me as a player and never gave up on me. I am grateful for all of the friends I've made, including my best friend, Jazz. I am grateful for all of the experiences you have given me. You allowed me to learn and grow as a person and as a player. You proved to me multiple times just how strong I am mentally and what I'm capable of in times that I didn't know. There's so many things I learned that I will take with me for the rest of my life. 
This only touches the surface of how much of an impact you had on my life. In those short eight years, you will always have a special place in my heart. This isn't goodbye. See you later. Thank you again. Love, Melina, number four, number 12, number 27. So that was my letter to softball. I hope you guys enjoyed. It was just a little bit difficult to read just because I haven't looked back on it in a little bit. It's been a couple of months since I've last looked at it and have last read it. So I wrote this paper about, I wrote the date of when I wrote this paper. I wrote this paper on March 9th, 2021. That's the day that I turned it in. And I haven't changed anything. It's exactly the same paper that I turned into my professor and the one that I got graded and got 100% on. So I really hope you guys enjoyed that. I wanted to share this letter to softball with you guys sooner or later and I'm really glad that I did. I'm really happy to have an episode dedicated to it and to be able to look back on it, listen to it. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. But that is going to be it for this little bonus episode. I wanted to make it as short and sweet as possible, but I did drag it on a little bit too much just because I was stalling a little bit but overall I'm really glad that I read it to you guys and I hope you guys enjoyed this type of episode this bonus episode is a little different than my usual episodes but with that being said I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you did enjoy this episode feel free to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts it would really help me out I would love it if you would go and leave me a rating and review it would really help the podcast out help it keep growing and reach an even more bigger audience, even more people all across the world. I love and appreciate all of my listeners here in the States and all of my international listeners as well. And if you're not already following the podcast on both TikTok and Instagram, you can follow the pod at lifesandadventure.pod as I hopefully start to post a little bit more. I cannot promise you that or I cannot promise you that it will be consistent, but with relieving the pressure of posting every single week and now kind of like being more lenient and flexible with my schedule, maybe I would be able to dedicate more time to posting on my other accounts and platforms. So look forward to that. But with that, that is going to be it for this episode. I want to thank you all so much for listening and I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye.